Welcome to the wave. Ah, it's Mike Aldersley here, and uh, first and foremost, you may have to excuse any ambient sound from the road outside. I've got my window open. It's quite a nice and sunny day, and I've just come back from the gym. You know, because that's what I do. You know, I'm a healthy guy. I go to the gym, and I fucking crush it, and then I feel good about myself, and then I come back home, and then I feel shit about myself. And that's why it happens all over again. It's a cycle. Every day I wake up, I go to the gym because that's what you got to do. If you want to stave off that belly, that you know, this side of thirty, it's very easy to attain. So easy to attain. Oh lord, it's so easy to attain. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's one thing I hate about this place that I live in, right? I live on the I live on the uh, side of a very busy street. It's one of those streets that, as I say that, there you go. It's one of those streets that. Um, it's like the epicenter of fat people. Um, you know, I live on a street that has about seven kebab shops, three different chicken shops, ten different pizza places, and like, you know, everything else you can think of. You know, just all down that same strip. All down the same strip. And for some reason, I get these, oh, don't you just hate, those dickhead guys in them souped up cars, right? And like, then they drive past there. Like, it doesn't sound... Why would you do that? Do you think it makes you sound cool or look cool in your fucking Ford Focus? Or your... What, what do they fucking drive? I don't know. Jesus Christ. And fucking Volkswagen GTIs or something? I don't know. And they fucking soup up the exhaust. And even though they're only going 20 miles an hour, they fucking try and blow out their fucking engine. You know, when my daughter used to... When my daughter stays here, do you know how many times in the night she gets, she gets woken up or jumped? It's the only thing I fucking hate about this place. So I'm right on the fuck, and when I first moved in, I was like, yeah, it's a nice big room, there's nice big windows, I've got them old school sash windows that go up and down, they don't change them, because apparently, the front of the place I live in is a historical landmark, I don't fucking get how that's possible, you look outside it, there's nothing fucking historical about it, most of the houses down the street are very old, but I also live on top of fucking farmhouse pizza, so how is the front of the house historical, when half of the fucking front is a fucking pizza shop, makes no fucking sense to me. Is that historical? Farmhouse fucking pizza? And when I first moved in, oh, I would have loved the smell of pizza every day. Oh, now it just makes me feel sick. To be honest, it does, I don't smell it that much, to be fair. I really don't. I live with an African guy, and most of the time I smell him cooking his stockfish and his fucking, you know, all, that, all the good food that he cooks. You know, it makes me feel bad when I compare what they make to the way we eat. They are so much wastage. You know, like when they buy a fish or like anything, they use the whole thing. The head, the eyes, the tail, and they chuck it, all, and if there's nothing they can use, they just chuck it in a, uh, chuck it in a big pot and they stew it up and it's fucking beautiful. It smells great, the only thing is you take a bite out of it and there's bound to be bones inside. Bound to be bones inside. But yeah, that's the only thing about this place, there's fucking dickheads and their stupid fucking cars, going fucking 10 miles an hour, just acting like they've got... It sounds like they're fucking shooting a fucking AK-47 out the window. That's how dumb it is. Hopefully you hear it on the, on the during the time of this, because it literally happens once or twice an hour. Um, but yeah, yeah, man. Oh, Jesus. Oh, it's fucking annoying. So annoying. But yeah, this is The Wave. Um, I was on Twitter just now, and um, I follow this thing called The Lad Bible. And they they eventually like they they give these little like questions like, uh, you know, 
was something that blah 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 and the one they did now well recently was what's one thing that millennials 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 don't want to hear or wouldn't want to hear and I'm looking through the fucking replies and all of them is like there's only two genders oh like people need to stop identifying like you can't identify as a toaster and all that sort of shit it's like and I left a comment just saying people don't get millennials confused with Gen Z, okay? Because Gen Z are the ones who have like, you know, I'm a millennial. I grew up knowing my gender. I grew up knowing my place in the world. I grew up understanding the the influx in technology. I, I'm lucky. I grew up in a time where a much simpler time when uh, you know you used to go out. Your mum would let you out the house. You know, you all just run around. You're bored as fuck. There's nothing to do. You got one football. No one has a phone. No one has any kind of piece of technology. The most technology you'd have out and about on the streets was a fucking Tamagotchi. And I had a penguin Tamagotchi, because I love penguins, and that was fucking awesome. He died, obviously, because I neglect everything. Because I'm a fucking cunt, but there you go. You know, Even a fucking, like, I don't know. I had a cat that ran away. All my hamsters died. I remember when my last hamster died, actually. I was really sad, because I came home from school, and it was all cold and shivering, and my mum was like, Michael, I think... Uh, the hamster's dying, and I remember taking off my school school jumper, and I wrapped it up in my school jumper, and I sat in front of the fire. One of them old school fires with like, you turned on the gas at the side, and it like, had those weird great, those like weird stony grates in it, right? And it was covered by like a by like a metal grill, you know, and you just watched them warm up. One of them old school gas fires, and now it's all either open fires or it's some fake fire fucking things that the council used to install like it basically just like there's a fan and there's bits of orange paper attached to it and the fan just blows up them bits of paper and makes them all wavy it's like oh it's fire but it's not you can touch it and you won't get burnt but like you know that's what they ended up doing but I sat in front of that fire with my hamster and uh, you know I cuddled it put it back in its house when and left for school the next day and came home and yeah it was dead and my sister and my mum apparently buried it in the back garden. The amount of bones, like dead animal bones, there must have been in my old back garden, my mum's my mum's house. God, I I, it's, I shudder to think, you know, archaeologists of the future be trying to understand what that animal is. I mean, it probably breaks down. I mean, they only got little bones, don't they? The weight of the earth would probably just crush it into dust, and that's where fossil fuels come from. That's why, in like a million years' time, when we're all dead, you know will be fossil fuels and then you know the next generations to come in thousands of years time will be going through the same problems we are you know I honestly believe um, I'm going all over the place right now I honestly believe that like the way the civilization is now was apparent was the way it was back then but you know we they because we're human beings and we don't learn from our mistakes we did all that shit back then and we just destroyed the planet that's where like all deserts come from, like global warming happened and then over millions of years obviously because we weren't there to pollute everything the earth cooled down again, water levels rose uh, in a good way and like you know civilization was able to restart you know that may have been millions of years ago but they're buried deep under the earth's surface you know and the way we're going now it seems like we're destined to do the same thing no one gives a fuck about the climate no one gives a fuck about all the plastic and the waste floating in the oceans no one gives a fuck about everyone like the bankers and the shit stealing our money 
No one gives a fuck about how the government lie to us, take advantage of us, and we're basically slaves with the illusion of freedom. That's basically what we are. We work to make other people's dreams come true. Fuck that. Fuck doing that. Huh? I don't want to do that shit. My dream is to be totally independent. Totally fucking independent. Work when I want to work. Earn money in various ways, you know. If I had a pair of tits, I'd open a fucking OnlyFans account. But I don't. I mean, I could have, but they wouldn't be attractive tits, you know what I mean? If I just ate shitloads and just fucking had a gastric band operation all of a sudden, I don't know, liposuction in my stomach, left my titties there, I'll look like that guy from fucking Fight Club. Yeah, that's what you do. You just have loads of estrogen, get a sex change operation, open an OnlyFans account, earn 100 grand a month, you know, because se sex change operations are in right now, you know, transgenders are in right now. And that brings me back to uh, the, the fucking Twitter page thing, the Twitter comment. Like, loads of people liked what I wrote because it seemed like everyone in that fucking comment section was getting Gen Z confused with millennials. Like, we didn't do that shit, you know? I can understand if, like, what don't millennials... Say one thing that millennials don't want to hear. Uh, okay, before your time, you could afford a house on 50 grand a year. Or for 50 grand, whatever. Or, yeah, on 50 grand a year. You could afford a house, buy it outright. I had a friend whose parents bought their house in like the 70s for like 65 grand and as the wages have marginally increased house prices have shot up by like 500 percent it's fucking insane and we're expected to be okay with that and now house prices are raising again like gas prices are raising the only reason I think why uh, gas prices are raised the way they are is because during the pandemic no one was really out and about driving, or at least, like, a big percentage of people weren't. So, um, you know, they lost the gas, the gas companies, oil companies, they kind of lost money, and they were stockpiling all this oil that weren't... That's why I don't believe that what they tell us. I don't believe what they tell us. People, you shouldn't believe what they tell you either. Do you realise there's no difference between either side? Like, whether you're red or blue, fucking conservative, or fucking Labour nothing changes we've had a labor in my lifetime we've had labor fucking parliaments it was just as bad then as it is now people still had complaints as it is now you look all over the fucking planet okay the people who are apparently leaders of countries whether they're presidents prime ministers governors whatever they all are funded by the same evil corporations okay they're the ones who stir the pot, they're the ones who make the money, they're the ones who own the world. Look at any kind of documentary, most people, oh, it's fucking conspiracy theories. I hate that term. I fucking hate the term conspiracy theories. Because everything's a fucking theory. Everything can be conspiracies. Conspir- con Conspired. <laughs> Jesus, I've literally just come back from the gym. My head is buzzing. I haven't been for a while and I fucking pushed myself a little bit too hard, so, uh, yeah, my phone, I, my hand is literally shaking in my phone, right? my, my phone is literally shaking in my hand right now, see, I can't even talk, I cannot even talk, but yeah, it annoys me, like, millennials, as me, like, I dated a girl when I was 27 who was 19, right, and the fucking philosophical, philosophical, I cannot speak, philosophical difference, between me and her was insane. The kind of uh, 
agendas she had, the kind of ideas that she had, the way that she viewed the world was completely alien to me. Okay? I was brought up in a simpler time, as I was saying, you know. I'm lucky, I feel lucky, because I remember a time before technology, you know. When we went out to play, all my mum would say to me is, make sure you come home when the lamppost come on. Which is why I hated the winter time, because they would come on at like three o'clock in the fucking afternoon. But there was no, there was no going back. You couldn't compromise with my mum. Even though I know she hated it too, because it was less time for her to be have me out of the house so she can just sit around drinking watching the footy you know without me getting under her feet <laughs> i know she loved me really <laughs> but um yeah it just annoys me it annoys me that people confuse us like millennials are from like 1980 something to like 1995 anyone born after that is gen z they're all these radical types with their fucking ideas to change the world as they see fit not taking in account of anyone else's viewpoint or philosophical views on the world. Yeah, like their ideas, their, the way they were brought up. Like, yeah, there are some people from generations past who are a little bit out of touch and are a little bit old-fashioned and are a little bit uninclusive of people. You know, that's why I say I'm lucky. I remember the, when technology came in, you know. And it started really coming in, like when phones and well, mobile phones started becoming like popularized, you know, iPhones came out, the internet started blowing up, social media happened. I never had a MySpace, but what I did have was a Bebo account. And Bebo, as fun as it was, because everyone could set their favorite song. So when someone clicked on your profile, that song would automatically play. So, you know, I always had, like, I had, like, Bone Thugs and Harmony first of the month. I remember having that song on there. It's the first of the month. But, um... <laughs> I'm really going fucking full speed right now. I need to slow down. Um, yeah, I just... I don't know. I just think, uh... I think people really need to research what they're talking about before they just blow it out on Twitter what they think is right, when really they're wrong. And they won't even look at it from any other viewpoint. Everyone thinks they're right. And that's what annoys me because I remember a time when if you had an opinion, most of the time you keep it to yourself. But now all these keyboard warriors, you know, most of the time they won't say their opinion to your face. But because of the, they're, they're safe behind their screen, behind their phones, behind their keyboards, they think they have the right to blur out anything they want to blur out. And it's sad to me. You know, everyone remains in a state of ignorance. You know, oh, I know I'm right because I've I, I I believe what I believe, and I don't have the I don't have the patience to even try and see it from any other kind of way, or even try and educate myself on what really is what's going on. Oh no, that's the problem. I'm not the problem. You're the problem. Then again, you know, I'm old. I know I'm old. I'm only 31. You know, I've got a seven-year-old daughter. That makes you feel old. I had her when I was 23, obviously. No, 24. And, uh, you know, she's growing up really fast. But I realise the world doesn't cater to me anymore. It caters to the Gen Z fucking generation. It caters to them. You know? The world is very rapidly passing me by. But I know who I am, you know? I know what i got to do. You know, as I go out in my fucking shirt and jeans and just look at all these people in their weird fucking clothes... Like these road man. What road you on? I'm on road. What the fuck does that mean? 
on road. I'm on road, innit? I'm on road. If my daughter ever says that, I swear to God I'm cutting her tongue out. <laughs> Feed it to the fucking pet cats that she has. Oh my God. She has like seven cats. It's unreal. Her mum's a crazy cat lady. You didn't, you didn't hear it from me. But that's apparently what's going on. <laughs> oh my lord. Oh, let's let's change the subject, shall we? Because I'm going to get fucking irate about this. Um, obviously I'm English, as you can tell. Um, but I'm also a very passionate NBA fan. And uh, we've got Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Finals. It's been hype so much so far, should I say. It's been hype, hype, hype. It's been really, really entertaining. You know, I'm kind of gutted the suns went out as early as we did and now there's kind of turmoil in the front office a little bit. What's going to happen with DeAndre Ayton? Is he going to sign? Even though we don't really have the cap space to sign him. I don't know. I think we should uh, trade Chris Paul. I really do. He's too, he's too much money for a 37-year-old point guard who cannot get it done in the playoffs really cannot get it done in the playoffs and that's been proven whether it's because of injuries his body cannot sustain him through the rigament rigors I was going to say that's the, diff that's, the that's, that's the regiment and rigorous combined rigament rigamortis um it's basically what he has everything everything on his body just stiffens up and he can't play the way he needs to play you know it's sad but uh, I'm, I'm really pulling for the Celtics to get through. I want them to win. You know, it's title town, man. And I don't want Lakers to surpass them because I fucking cannot stand the Lakers. You know, they get their way through free agency, free agency, free agency. I'm so happy they fucked up with Russell Westbrook. And I'm so glad Dame Lillard didn't go to that team. I have a lot of respect for Dame Lillard, man. Not only is, a fucking, not only is he a really good rapper, but he also has loyalty. Loyalty, loyalty. And, um, you know, he remained true to his team, even though they may need to blow it up. But they traded CJ McCollum. 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 They traded CJ McCollum. McCollum. <laughs> they traded CJ McCollum. And, uh, they started to do alright, you know. They got into the playing, didn't they? I'm sure they did. I know the Spurs did. Yeah. Man, there's a lot of good players around the league. Deontay Murray. I'm glad he made All Star. I'm glad he made All-Star. But, I, you know, out of the Celtics in the heat, as much as I also love Jimmy Butler, and he's been outstanding, he's been on another level. But I think, I think as a team, the, heat, the, the Celtics have, have all the pieces. And I think they will be able to shut down the Warriors. They've got two of the best defensive guards in the league in Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart, who is the first guard to win the Defensive Player of the Year award since Gary fucking Payton in, like, 1996, I believe. I may be wrong. I don't have the facts in front of me. <laughs> but that's what I think I heard. Jalen Brown, he's a, he's, a, he's a committed defender. He's also fucking awesome on offense, and he can just posterize your entire team. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. One fucking session, and I get a blister. My feet are so fucked, I swear to god. I need a pedicure. Can I get one? How much are they? I don't want anyone touching my feet, fuck that. I don't understand what foot fetishes are all about. Oh my god, I was watching a podcast the other day. And, uh, like one of the live ones. And they brought up this, uh, no, was it that? Yeah, yeah. 
and one of the, the one of the producers asked the one of the guy asked, asked the host like um what's it called fucking Vajankul yeah Vajankul and it's basically prosthetic limbs ideally feet that are like fleshlights that are feet for people with foot fetishes so you can fuck a foot it's fucking insane it's like serial killer shit you know it's one step before chop finding someone that you find attractive chopping them up into pieces and fucking all their body parts I don't understand what the fuck is wrong in this world man but I, under I, I, I understand like you know the progression of like sexual fetishes I guess you start off all simple you know some missionary style stuff you watch a bit of lesbian porn it's all good and then eventually that's kind of boring to you after a while so then you take the next step up oh maybe it's a little bit of a double penetration maybe I don't know some fucking deep throat shit and that's all of a sudden not good and then like before you know it you're watching double fisted anal fucking gangbang rape shit oh my god I had a girlfriend who had a rape fantasy but she was also very much into like feminist empowerment female empowerment and she like I don't know like even if like you fucking whistled at her in a club if a guy whistled at her in a club or something she'd be like motherfucker don't do that to me that's harassment but then like you know that comes it comes to that point where like you know you uh you sit down with your partner and like you're, you, you ask you like, what kind of porn? Do you, what kind of porn are you into? And I thought I'd be a bit extreme, and I put some BDSM shit on, you know. But it was still pretty vanilla for BDSM. And then she, she took the Mac off me, and then she literally typed in the fucking search bar, "woman gets raped by two men in woods." <laughs> and I had to sit there, and that, like that was completely fucking normal. Like, oh, is that what you're into? Okay, oh, let me just leave. For a couple of hours, I'll break in in a ski mask and see if you like it then, huh? But I think that's what fantasies are all about, right? They're fantasies. It's not something that you want to happen. It's something that you imagine happening, and that's that that naughtiness of it almost turns you on, right? The uh, the the fear factor or the fucking you know the thrill. But it's not like you want to be raped. <laughs> what the fuck am I talking about? Who wants to be raped? Huh? No one wants to be raped. But you can fantasize about being raped. There's nothing wrong with that. What happens in your brain is your own business, right? But yeah, when I saw it, I was just like, whoa. Whoa. Okay. Smile and nod. Smile and nod. Now, how did I get onto that from the playoffs? I have no idea. Um. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So I'm really excited to see Game 7 tonight. I'm busy, so I'll have to watch the highlights in the morning. Um, I'm busy tomorrow, should I say, so I can't stay up and watch it. Obviously, here it starts at like, you know, the fucking thing annoying about supporting a Western Conference team is like the West side of like the USA is like eight hours away. So, you know, when a game starts at like 10 p.m., I can't watch it until like three, or no, like nine or eight. I can't watch it till like half three in the morning. So sometimes, a lot of the time, I used to just take a nap, and then, you know wake up, set my alarm, wake up, watch it, like, have a coffee, get all fucking hyped. Obviously last year it was a lot better because Suns made the finals and I had an excuse to stay up. I have to be honest with you, I didn't really watch that many games. I watched a lot of highlights, but I just read, this, read the report the next morning, but I don't know. 
Something was different this year. I had faith. I thought this was going to be our year, but I don't know. Am I really that ignorant and I'm trying to say that the reason we lost and we got eliminated is because I didn't fucking stay up to watch the games? I think I am. Yeah. I'm that fucking arrogant. You know? I'm the one who believes I'm an alien sent from space to change the fucking course of history forever. You know? I think we've all had that, had that thought, though, once upon a time. Once or twice. A day. A week. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I'm pulling for the Celtics. Let's go fucking seas. And, uh, you know... Celtic pride, all that stuff. I mean, I have Irish blood in me, and they have a clover leaf on their logo, so um, I guess, you know, the strings are attached. And like I said, I don't really, I'm not much of a fan of the Heat. You know, I like some of their players, but I'm not a fan of the Heat, okay? They don't have that much, even though they've, you know, they came into the league, what, like, fucking 20 years after we did, and they've already won, like, fucking a handful of titles. Maybe it's jealousy. Maybe I'm just jealous. I think I'm just jealous. Um, <clears throat> what is wrong with my throat? Jesus Christ. But yeah. Uh, you know. I don't know. As long as like it's a good playoff series, which it has been, and then we'll see Golden State, who have fucking made an amazing comeback, man. Steve Kerr, as a man and a coach, I, I, can't, I can't take anything away from him. He wasn't that great as a GM, when he when he was the GM of the Phoenix Suns, you know he traded away Sean Marion to the fucking Heat to get a past prime Shaquille O'Neal. Even though our our medical staff is one of the best in the league, you know we we maintained Steve Nash up to the age of like 33, 34. We re, re, reinvigorated Grant Hill's career and made him a defensive mastermind and like actually gave him a long like a much long when he people's always career was over, you know. Played for the Magic for a bit. We got him from them, and our mag our magical training staff, like just reinvented him and reinvigorated him. And we kind of did the same with Shaq. You know, Shaq had one of his best seasons. You watch the fucking I think the 2007, I think 2007. When did we trade him? Yeah, 2007, 2008. The All Star Game. It was in Phoenix. And Shaq and Kobe were co-MVPs. I know I think it's a bit of a storyline. Oh, look, they had they were partners and they had beef. And now they're co-MVPs of the All-Star game. What a story. Oh. But, um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We, we uh, There was a game where he scored, like, 52 points. He dominated. But when it came to playoffs, I don't know. Like, it just didn't work. And that's the reason why we brought him in. Because we were a full-court team. We didn't have a half-court set. And Steve Kerr brought him in because he thought it would give us a better half-court half court offense. You know, slow the game down when it comes to the playoffs. But it's still like a 33-year-old Shaquille O'Neal who couldn't keep up with the run-and-gun offense of the Phoenix Suns, which is what we, how we won. But I maintain, the Phoenix Suns have always been a regular season team. You know, in the Steve Nash years, we had the before, after that, we had the lull, obviously we were shit. Then the rise of Devin Booker, the the build that James Jones has given us. You know, last year we played a mate, became second in the East, West, should I say, Jesus. Came first in the West and best record in the league this year. And then you come to playoffs and it's just like you flop. And I think they got too ahead of themselves, I really do. Because I think they felt like they were, they were owed a re trip, return trip to the finals. And, um, yeah. Anyway, I'm talking too much basketball. Um, 
So anyway, like any fucked up person should correctly do, I go to therapy, right? And uh, my therapist gave me a really, really interesting, like, thing to work on. Because, you know, it's basically about figuring out your identity. And there's something she gave me called an ID wheel. An identity wheel. And it's basically like you draw a circle on a bit of paper and imagine it like a wheel with spokes, right? And each one of those spokes is like a part of your identity. So it can be like father, son, employer, employee, whatever, right? And if a part of that, like if you've got, like say for me, right? I don't know. I haven't spoken to my sister in a while, right? Haven't gone to see her in a long time and I don't feel like I've been that much of a good brother. Which is fair enough to say, because again, I haven't, I've been, again, like I said earlier, I'm neglectful, right? I neglect people that I love. <laughs> and uh, so basically, you imagine that spoke as being like rusty or bent or broken, right? So you pick on one of those things and you try and strengthen that spoke. Because otherwise, if, and at the moment, pretty much every one of my spokes are fucked up. So I'm riding a bike and I'm precariously about to fucking fall over. You know, the wheel's about to implode, I'm about to hit the ground face first and wonder who the fuck I am and why I'm in this position. So what you do is you pick one of those spokes and you do what you can to strengthen it. So it gives you a little bit more support, gives you a little bit more, you know, strength in who you are. A little bit more identity, a little bit more identification with who you are, what you do, who you like, what you like and what you can tolerate, set yourself some boundaries, and it's all a fucking beautiful journey. It is a beautiful journey. If you apply yourself to it, you get a lot out of it. You get more out of it than you put in, as long as you put some, as long as, long as you apply yourself, you know? And I've uh, come to the conclusion this year that uh, I'm a lot more fucked than I realized I was, you know? It's a period of sobriety, making mistakes even while being sober, Fucking up all of my 20s, fucking up every relationship I've been in. Right? Being with the wrong woman, not being able to leave them, being a complete fucking asshole. I mean, I'm not taking away from anything. I, I, I will hide my hands up and admit to the mistakes I've made. You know? It's one of those things where it's just like, I can either live in denial and blame everyone else, or I can look at myself and say, do you know what? You're responsible for this. Regardless what anyone else does, you're responsible for what you did. You put yourself in that position, you allowed yourself to exist in that position for far too long. Half an hour? And, um, you know, you suffer the consequences. And then now not only you get hurt, but then you also hurt the other person. Because hurt people hurt people. There's a song that says that, and I can't remember which one it is. Hurt people hurt people. What is it? I can't remember. It's not like a Kendrick Lamar song or a J. Cole song, I can't remember. I can't remember. But yeah, it's in a song somewhere, and I think that's where I heard it. But it's true, you know? So I, I've, I've made the vow to myself that I don't want a relationship with anyone else other than myself and my family. You know? But it starts with me. It starts with me. Because I'm selfish. It starts with fucking me. But no, it really does. Like, if you don't work on who you are, how can you maintain anything around you? You know, if you don't have a clear identity of who, identification of who you are as a person. You know, I remember being told one thing when I was in my relationship with my daughter's mum by this guy. And he was like, if you don't love yourself, how can you love anyone else? And I fucking hated him for saying that. But as I've gotten older and more mature, I realised he was 100% right. If I don't love me, 
then I'm going to fucking put myself in precarious situations. Situations that can jeopardize my well-being or, you know, bring up trauma, bring up past mistakes or just, you know, fuck around with people. I don't fucking know. But I did that time and time and time and time again. You know, I've been I've been in a handful of relationships and majority of them have ended up the same. And for so much of my life, I was like, these fucking women are crazy, man. What the fuck? They're all the fucking same. And then I realized that there's the common denominator in all of them. And that's me. I'm the common denominator. And do you know how fucking, like, rewarding that was to actually learn that? And to actually sit there and think, do you know what? It's me. It's not these people. You know, they do what they do regardless of me. You know? Irrespective of me. Is that the right way of saying it? I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, so, uh... I've got a lot of fucking work to do. <laughs> do you know it's hard? Because it's like, how, where the fuck do you start? Right, but this ID will gives me a good, like... Like, what I'm going to work on today is... Uh, or this week is my employee. Being, in, being a good employee. You know, I've taken a couple of days off this week for just for me time. And, like, when I'm at work, I don't know. I work hard, but, like, I could be doing more. And I've been lucky that these guys have been pretty supportive. But I feel like, you know, do you know what? I'm just going to fucking get to work, keep my head down, earn money, save money, pay my bills, do everything I need to do. I know it sounds obvious, but I grew up in a situation where, like, in it, well, I didn't grow up. I mean, I just spent my life irresponsibly. You know? I was irresponsible. Do you know how many fucking jobs I've had? And do you know how many of them I actually fucking loved? And either because of my drinking, or my complacency, or my procrastination, I ended up losing. How many places I've lived in? And again, because of my irresponsibility, or like, I don't know, some underlying fear. Like, I ended up being evicted from. But what's more fearful? The fear of going to work and earning money, or the fear of getting kicked out and being homeless, huh? What's more fearful? The fear of, like, trying and failing, or the fear of not even trying at all? Because that, I'll tell you right now, like, that is so much worse. That's why I'm committing myself to doing this, to trying to get into comedy, to trying to do what I want to do, because at the end of the day, I don't want any more what-ifs. Do you know how many what-ifs? What if I would have done, gone through with that producer? What if I would have carried on with my music? What if I would have carried on doing playing basketball? What if I would have carried on trying to get into coaching? What if I, what if I, what if I, what if I, what if I fuck that shit, man? I'm so sick of that. I'm so sick of these what-ifs. I'm so fucking sick of it. Now I look around and look at my life and I feel like I'm actually grateful and I'm lucky to be where I am. I'm fucking lucky. I should be dead or in jail. I really should. You're talking to a guy right well, listening to a guy, if you are listening. Or otherwise I'm just talking to myself. But then again, this is therapy for me. You know. I'm a guy who's made countless mistakes. Criminal mistakes. You know? Or borderline, you know, criminal mistakes. Dangerous mistakes. I'll bring that word back again. Neglectful mistakes. And it's insane. You know? So I'm gonna fucking spend the rest of my day drinking water. I'm gonna cook some rice. I'm gonna make my fucking life a happier place to be.
and I think we should all strive for that. Work on being a better employee, then next week I'll work on being a better brother and an uncle. I can do that simultaneously because obviously my sister has my nieces and nephews, so I can do that simultaneously. You know, I'm working on writing material. You know, I can do all these things, be a better father, work on my. Rec oh, Jesus Christ, I just heard someone like hock up outside. Fucking hate that man. <coughs> Fucking gross. Fucking gross. Ah, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Things just set me off, I swear to God. Ah, yeah. Lord. Anyway, I'm currently 36 minutes in, and um, you know, I don't really have much else to say. I've said all I needed to say, you know? I'm just working towards being a better person, being a, being, you know, a, be a, living a happier life, carefree, dancing through the fields and picking daisies. And there's nothing wrong with that. A grown man can pick daisies, alright? Make daisy chains, put them on your head, run around, sing, la 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 la, sing. Just once. You should try it. Anyway. Bottoms up, don't bottom out. And I'll see you cunts some other time. When you have to tolerate my fucking voice. I appreciate that you do. Kindly, kindly, kindly. Take care, everybody. It's been a blessing. Not a curse. It has been a curse. It's a curse for you, it's not for me. I just get to ramble. Ramble, 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 and you get to hear me. Gumble. Gumble means a uh, blanket in Arabic, by the way. So if you want to impress like an Arabic person who's cold, put a blanket around them and say gumbel. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys for listening. I'll try and do this again soon when I've actually got more to talk about. Other than that, you'll just have to, having to listen to me and my uh, empty head saying whatever the fuck comes to mind. So yeah, I don't know how to end this. So I'm just going to go. Bye.